0: Hey, hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will talk about a wild comeback-laden week two and dip our toes into some guys we think are going to hit in week three. Kevin, how are we doing on this glorious afternoon?
1: It is very very nice out. Looks like some cold weather's coming at the end of the week. Um, I don't know. Life wise, doing all right. Fantasy wise, I'd want to
0: just go on a murdering spree.
1: But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because um, I have something I want to get off my chest because it may hair? never happen again. Oh no, the the hair staying, my friend. The hair staying. I worked very hard to get. To get that chest hair. There it is. I wish years
1: ago on, in the one league when you... What was the name of your team? Something uh, about chest
0: hair. So now, somebody's chest hair. I can't remember. Because
1: I kept talking about your chest hair, and then you finally made your team logo somebody's chest hair, but it wasn't yours, which was a little disappointing.
0: Right. Well, Kevin, um, as we know, my Eagles won this week, and I was 6-0 and in my season-long leagues. That includes my... Sirius XM fantasy dynasty host league that includes the Megalobowl, which I am in the world's largest fantasy football league done by the fantasy football, um, fantasy footballers. It feels good, man. Uh, And like I said, going 6-0 with my Eagles winning it, that may not happen again for the rest of the week or the rest of the year. So I'm going to live it up.
1: Yeah, I'm just so happy for you. I'm just so Absolutely. proud of you. Thank you. I
0: appreciate it. I mean, it's I great. don't
1: know what to do with myself. I might go do some back handsprings down the street when we're done.
0: Please video that if you do. Uh, there is one thing that perturbs me, though, Kevin. Uh, we are. We talk a lot about our once in done league. It's so unique and so interesting. Um, And you and I have been doing it for a few years. Our first year, we did it together, crushed it, won a championship. And one reason that we won a championship is because we – We have a rule. And last year, going against each other, we stayed with that rule. This year, um, I thought we had a rule, uh, which was not to play anybody on Thursday night, no matter what, because we always get screwed. However, just when you think you know a guy, I find out that you played my boy, Mike Williams. I kept him on. I, I wanted to play him kept him on the bench because we have had we had a rule what happened well i think it's not like our rule like it's not like we're running the
1: same team i didn't want to play him but for some reason i just felt i had to so i did and it worked out nicely because my team generally this week middle of the pack again i think it came like ninth to tenth something like that i think ninth but um Man, he put up like 21 points. Should have been at least 30, but they didn't throw to him after midway through the third quarter for some reason. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I had a hunch, and I had to roll with it. Of course, I also had a hunch on Paris Campbell this week. But he (laughs) is about the biggest joke in the league. And I have now, henceforth from this moment on, he will be he who shall not be named Junior.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Because I I
1: hate that P-R-I-C-K. He is the biggest joke in the league, yet he still continues to talk himself up like he's the second coming of Megatron. He,
0: he, is, he is far from that. Although, speaking of which, I did see some stat comparisons with A.J. Brown through his first, like, 44 games and Calvin Johnson through his first 44 games, and they are almost identical numbers, which I thought was pretty, pretty interesting.
1: Pretty cool. I mean, can he yeah. keep it up? We'll see.
0: Right and we I mean, I said coming in here on the intro, uh, we had a wild week. The Jets, the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Lions all won this week. them all winning in the same season sometimes doesn't mm-hmm. happen, and they all won this week. I think I posted something that I saw on our Facebook group that the last time this happened was something like uh, ten years ago. It's like three thousand days or something crazy,
1: yeah it was it was a long, long time ago. I saw some meme the other day about all those teams winning, and one other thing happened. It's like the first time since 2003 that all of these different things fell in place. Yeah, um, yeah it was a, a strange Basically, week. A lot
0: of comebacks, and we'll get to it.
1: They but weren't even one just comebacks.
0: Noticed, they were ridiculous comebacks, some of these For games. sure. For sure. Another thing I noticed as far as fantasy goes, there were seven receivers uh, came out with with at least two touchdown receptions. And last week, or I'm sorry, this week, there were only 10 rushing touchdowns after having 15 um, rushing touchdowns last week. Seven running backs in week one hit 20 fantasy points. Only two this past week hit 20, and they both hit 30. I think it was Nick Chubb and who else blew up? Whoever it is. Oh, Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. He They, they were huge. So big, big down week for running backs. Yeah, they
1: uh, didn't do much. You had too many quarterbacks doing too much running. had injuries like that sissy James Conner. You know, people like that with their little – these guys don't play through anything. Now, so many teams now just don't have really that stud back. And then you have guys that get a hangnail and they got to sit out for a game and a half.
0: There are a few left, like Najee Harris. I mean, it looked like he could have lost. He could have been out for the season on his injury yeah. on week one. In week one, he missed one practice and well, was a full a couple
1: guy. tough guys left. But generally yeah, yeah. speaking, they're either their sissies or the team doctors treat them because there's so much money involved. They 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 sort of yep. treat them all like sissies. It's it's frustrating at times. I imagine the old guard of the NFL at times really gets frustrated watching this. It's just like it's our country now. They're, these athletes are entitled, just like all this whole generation of kids is. It's just it's difficult to watch and deal with from a fantasy standpoint. It makes you want to throw stuff to TV, but you know, I'm not you
0: move on. I'm not that old, uh, but I I often feel the same. I remember when Carson Wentz was with the Eagles and he took himself out of a playoff game, and because he thought he may have had a concussion. Good for him. That was probably the right move. But as a guy who, again, I am not right here. I am in the wrong. This is just how my mind works. I got hit one time by my own guy in a game in college, and our strong safety had to pick me up and hook his arm under my arm to hold me up in the huddle until I got my legs under me because I was rocked so hard. And I stayed in the game, which obviously I shouldn't have. Um, But... Being as that is the generation I came from, and getting your bell rung, our namesake here was just something that happened to you all the time. I was very upset when Wentz, probably the right call, but when he took himself out of that playoff game, when he he seemed fine, you don't know how he felt, but that was that was bothersome for me.
1: I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say that story. You know, that really, maybe that explains a lot.
0: I'm sure, tonight. <laughs> I'm positive. I've had quite a few discussions. Like that said, up there I have nothing but
1: respect for you because who cares? Deal with it. I don't pretend to be the toughest guy in the world. One time baseball practice, I break, break. we were out shagging, me and Nusir out shagging fly balls. I slammed into somebody and broke my left arm. Okay, deal with it. So I stood out there for another hour catching fly balls in my hat and my right hand. <laughs> so they eventually made me go to the hospital. But we come from a different group of people, a different generation that weren't a bunch of sissies. So uh, more part. Oh. I'm sorry if I'm uh. offending anybody calling these people sissies, but it's really gotten a little out of control now. How much time these players miss?
0: Yes, we were probably tougher, also probably dumber.
1: Yeah, a little, little bit of both, but it's really skewed now, really towards the, uh, the, the, the sissified. Version of it. Yes, yeah, so it, it doesn't necessarily need to be like 1950s football where people were actually like getting clotheslined, a couple of people actually dying on the field. I get that. But really, you sprain your ankle a little bit, so you need three weeks off. Come on. Yeah,
0: well... Our week got started on Thursday. Pretty good game. Chargers at the Chiefs. Uh, we got to keep an eye on Herbert's ribs. They say he's day-to-day, but he's a monster, man. He had a play where he couldn't run, he couldn't take seven steps to get a first down. He had to toss the ball in the dirt. And the next play, he flings a ball like forty-five yards downfield. It was one of the best throws I think I've ever seen in my whole life. I don't know how it happened. It was impressive. Um, I know. Eckler, he has been disappointing for two weeks. I don't think we're in panic mode yet, but one more week of this nonsense and we might need to be. Mike Williams, we talked about, stepped up big time in the absence of Keenan Allen, who should be back this week, hopefully. Jared Everett, we caught it, man. He's been pretty good. He was a late round flyer we were going for, and uh, he's done it two weeks uh, in a row. I think he's tied in four on the year. Patty Mahomes, everyone came back to earth against a very good Chargers defense. Even though I did see uh, my boy J.C. Jackson, I think he gave up a touchdown, got burnt on a play. Um, but CEH, he's been better than expected, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And boy, am I glad I sat out of all of the K- Kansas City wide receiver debate all summer. Oh, I want MVS. Oh, I want Juju. Oh, I want – nope, I didn't get into any of that. I didn't want any of them because I knew it would be a, a nightmare, and here we are.
1: Yeah, nine different players with receptions. Obviously, only one, two, three, four of them actually were wide receivers. Two tight ends, two running backs. Um, yeah, wait, no, three running backs. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, the thing is with Eckler, I'm not panicking. Dude, if 13.9 points is his floor. You know sure. that? Right. An off game where he had 14 for 39, nine catches for 55 yards, still 13.9 points. So – you, you just throw in one random touchdown there. We're looking at essentially 20 points. So, yeah, I'm not going to panic on him yet. Um, I mean, the, the, both teams look good. San Diego put a nice charge in the end of the game, came back. CEH, uh, you're right, looking good. It's still only 13.8 points. He had one really long run that sort of skewed things. Sure, But still no changing of the guard, buddy. It's still the Chiefs. Is so still the team to beat there.
0: Got it yep I agree well in that division
1: yeah in that division
0: yeah they're not the bills not, yeah yeah we'll But I guarantee them. you
1: the bills are probably not you know if there's one team the bills would be they can, can you keep know, afraid of that they can keep up with them you know it's it's them because Patty when he's on a roll they can put up some points quick
0: definitely that Steelers as predicted uh by most was uh, probably one of the mo- more boring games that were out there. Uh, Damian Harris and Jacoby Myers are both pretty good, but Harris might be hurt. He came off the field, did not return. So we'll see. If that's the case, it is Ramondre Stevenson time, baby. I've been waiting for this. I drafted him in several leagues, been having him on my bench, waiting for his time to shine. I thought it would be when Ty Montgomery went down. It wasn't quite yet, but this might be it. Jacoby Myers, as we mentioned, nine catches, 95 yards. He's the he's the go to guy there. And for Pittsburgh, is it? Is it Kenny Pickett time? It might be Mitch Trubisky has 63 more passing yards than Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush has played one game. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, dude, he was, like I said, he was, they, I think they caught him off in the practice squad Saturday. He went out and played Sunday, and Trubisky only has 63 more passing yards than him. Deontay Johnson, and all the pass catchers, they're struggling. It, it's, the, you're not going to get very many ceiling days. It's not they're their
1: fault. Un- yeah. I mean, I
0: know. I know. Can't get he he is inefficient and volume based again, but you knew that's what was going. To, you were going to get with him. You just need him to get twenty to plus touches a week, and you'll be okay. Have him fall in the end zone a few times, and and you're all right. But it's going to be. I think it's going to be tough for him if it's, everything yeah. stays the same for him to it's be worse. an RB one at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, it's worse now than it was last year because nobody. They're they're going to make Mitch beat them. Every team they're they'll they're going to they just crush. Najee Harris, he just doesn't really have a chance. I found it interesting, being an Eagles fan, I mean, I guess this is why, that you failed and even mentioned Mr. Nelson Algalore and his 110 yards and a touchdown. Never heard of him. Sweet Lord. Guy doesn't have the dropsies anymore. Uh, maybe. No, I think he dropped one in week one. Yeah, he might have, but. He did well this week. Twenty-three points. Did well. Jacoby Myers, nice. Mac James had a. He's
0: not fantasy relevant. No one is starting Nelson Aguilar. I mean, people might start. It depends on the
1: size of your league. Depends on the size of your league. Some people could start him.
0: If you're in a 20-team AFC East-only team, maybe even a 16-team, he could
1: he could he could crack a lineup depending on your parameters. But yeah, the 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 whole thing where for the whole time with with Big Ben in Pittsburgh. I call it wide receiver. You there, you know that just one after another, just great wide receivers. But boy, this is a mess with Mitch. You and I were both rooting for him, hoping he learned something, but apparently he just sucks. And um, bring out Pickett sooner than later because I want my boy Pickens to start getting a couple looks. Sure.
0: Wide receiver, you has turned into a wide receivers you don't want because I can't start anybody. <laughs> oh, well done. Thanks, <laughs> yes. boy. I- we need. Oh, we need some.
1: wow! I, that yeah. was. That's. I appreciate stellar. it. That's good work there.
0: I do what I can. That's good work. <laughs> there's, there's no up from here. <laughs> Panthers, Giants, man, Baker Mayfield is not great. Um, I really thought he'd be an upgrade, he, and maybe he is a slight upgrade from Darnold. But if he is, it's tough to see. If you squint, you might even still see Darnold out there. Christian McCaffrey. He, can we get this guy the ball more please throw him the rock four catches is not enough for one of the best players in football. He saved his day with a 50 yard run, but it wasn't pretty other than that. DJ Moore did find the end zone, but no receiver had more than three catches on the whole team. Um,
1: McCaffrey had four. Yeah.
0: Daniel Jones. We thought, Hey, week one looked okay. He seemed to be back to being his old, terrible self. Saquon Barkley averaged only 3.4 yards a carry after after being RB1 last year, I believe, in Fantasy World. KG, this is my favorite story of the week. Kenny Galladay played two snaps. Then he packed up his locker, and he left. Yep. And you know what? That is what he gets for cashing it in. He He cashed his check, and then he cashed out. And he didn't – the beat writers were saying he ran with the – uh, what well, fluidity of a mannequin yeah. over the summer? He it didn't look like he was even trying in the preseason, and now he wants the ball. Good for Dayball. It's not his guy. He doesn't care who's getting paid what. He's starting my man David Sills or Stills from um what WVU over Kenny Galladay. I love it. Sticking to their guys and getting this garbage out. You don't want to come and bring it every single day. There's the door. Have a seat in your locker. You get two snaps. KG. Two snaps. Bye.
1: Yeah, this offense has a lot of names. I saw today, you probably saw that, I think, was it Jones has faced the most
0: pressure? 50% of snaps. In the
1: the league, number one through two weeks of facing his pressure. So it's not all him. He's not good, but if he's under that duress, he has no chance. The the biggest victim of all this is Saquon. The guy's finally, it seems, back but boy that he's just, he's a one man gang out there. You know, when Richie James leads your, your team in receiving yards, you know, it's going to be a long season. Um, on the other side, yeah, Baker just, I don't know, ever since he hurt his non-throwing shoulder, he can't seem to do anything. He had guys wide open that couldn't do anything. Although I did see Robbie Anderson drop one, at least just perfectly placed ball that probably would have been for a touchdown. Um, it's just an ugly game. It's like the Steelers panthers or the Steelers um, Patriots game. Like who who's watching? If you're not a fan of one of those teams, why would you watch it? It's ugly, ugly football. And any one of these four teams, I think if Buffalo really put the pedal to the metal, could beat them like eighty three to to six.
0: They could beat. They could probably beat them by a touchdown or more if they played their backups.
1: Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's it's there. There, there's in this league that's supposed to be the ultimate in parity. It is not. It is not
0: correct. Uh, Let's see, Jets at Browns. Oh, what a hell of a game, Joe! This is one of our comebacks. Joe Flacco, of all people, leads the league in pass attempts. That won't continue. I think Zach Wilson's coming back. They're not going to have Wilson throw fifty times a game. Flacco is third in passing yards in the league. Rookie wide receiver Garrett Wilson showed up big time. Eight one hundred two and two touchdowns. A uh, lot of routes run. He might be, he might be the number one. But I, it look it's the Jets and they have him and they have Corey Davis and they have Elijah Moore. And I'm not. I, it's tough for me to start a Jet because I don't know who it's going to be week in and week out. Tyler Conklin, though tight end, sixteen targets in two games. I uh, I went out and picked him up in a league or two uh, where I you know I need a tight end. The leagues I punted tight end with uh, Nick Chubb is so good, eighty seven yards and one, two, three rushing touchdowns. Kareem Hunt was fine. He did what he does. He just didn't find yeah. the end zone, so he's okay. Amari Cooper, uh, he did the Donovan Peoples Jones thing where this happened to be his week and he scored just like DPJ did last week. But do do not trust it. It's Jacob, we it's Jacoby Brissett. Don't trust it because Brissett is that game on the line, driving down the field, and he throws a terrible interception to end the game.
1: He did, but I I I disagree with you on Cooper. I think because What's his name? Uh, G wait, who's who's who brissett so bad? He just throws to Cooper constantly. He had 10 targets, week- nine no. catches. Somebody's got to catch the ball, and it's how many targets Cooper. did he have? I'm not saying he's going to put up 30 points a game, but if there's someone on this team you're going to play other than those two running backs. It's definitely him. Um, sure,
0: I just don't want to, I don't want to play another Brown.
1: I, I had him in my league this week, play him, he did me really well, 20.6 points. Chubb was a beast, best player on the field. Hunt, 13 for 58, averaging almost five yards a carry. He just didn't get in the end zone any. Um, but, boy, that Joe Flacco. What was it, the first time in, like, 22, 23 years or something that a team came back from uh, 13 or more within the final two minutes and to win?
0: You know what's crazy, though? It's nuts. I was listening to Fantasy Footballers early, earlier this week, and if – Nick Chubb doesn't score that last touchdown. Oh, yeah, they would have won. The Jets don't get the ball. The Jets were out the of timeouts.
1: Yeah. Chubbs, Chubb's come out and said it. He apologized, that, said he needs to know. Because Chubb's won in the past. that's burned a few fantasy owners sliding down at the like three-yard line because he usually knows better. But I think he figured I'm in this case, it just go ahead and score. We're, this game's done.
0: First um, time I ever saw that was Brian Westbrook. Did it for the Eagles one time. And I was so confused. Yeah. I was younger, like I didn't understand. But honestly, at the time when Nick Chubb did it, I didn't even think about that. At the time. Yeah, in the everybody moment. thought the game was over,
1: but it, and it would have been if he'd have slid, right. but he didn't. So it probably helped some fantasy owners, but it certainly didn't help the Browns, who once again find a way to snatch defeat from the Jaws victory. Not to mention on that uh touchdown, they missed the extra point, which is what allowed this little comeback to happen anywhere. It could have went to overtime. But then after that, where was the Cleveland
0: defense? Dude, we I, I missed it, man. I, so we have been right on a ton of guys. It actually feels really good, you know, given our takes on guys and how many we've hammered in the first two weeks, um, you know, in the preseason and, and and we're right on. The Cleveland defense was one I was saying if, you know, don't pick a defense till your last pick and then get Cleveland. Because look at their schedule in the first for four weeks was Carolina, the Jets. And they got two more cake matchups coming up. And, but um, I just, they're not good. I don't know what's happening to them. Do you think know. they yeah. have these cake matchups and it's, yeah. they're terrible. I dropped them up. in two leagues.
1: You give up like a 70 yard touchdown, then don't get the one side kick.
0: Then they, they were going cover Corey Davis. Corey, there was no one around Corey Davis. It was like, Everybody. oh, yeah, he's not, oh, he doesn't actually free. play.
1: And then they move the ball down in chunks 30 yards here, 25 yards, 30 yards there to score. Uh, now that said, what, how different it could have been Sauce was out of the game, so right. you no, know, he wasn't at the end. Maybe one of those touchdowns want to happen. It's hard to say, but man, these guys. uh oh well, no Sauce was there. he's with the Jets, so he went obviously so been covering the Jets. But Sauce did get hurt, so hopefully he comes back. I don't
0: know. Is I he almost amazing. gave up a touchdown, but they caught it back.
1: Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. But the Browns, man, I. It's, and explain what, what can you say? I don't know. A team okay. that just always finds a way to lose.
0: Uh, well, they're one and one, right? They beat the Panthers last week. That's true. Um, Which barely, they almost found a way to lose that one too. A team that does not have a win. The Indianapolis Colts. My oh my. They played at the Jags and they are terrible they couldn't before you keep
1: going it wasn't just us that were wrong because i couldn't find every human being an expert's picks anywhere on the internet that didn't pick the colts to win this division it was to a t like 99.9 percent of everybody
0: jonathan taylor had 10 touches tell me you don't want to win without telling me you don't want to win you uh... the best one of the best players in football gets the ball 10 times and that's it man michael Pittman was out who they they didn't have anyone to throw to. Ashton Doolin was the lead guy, which I think I mentioned last week. That I don't know if it was you and I were just talking, if it was on the show, but that was probably going to be the guy. But he's it's not like it was great numbers. The Colts got shut out. Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to be okay. I think he looks a lot better, obviously, with Peterson. Um, he, we, we, me, and you both saw stats come out that he's one of the most efficient passers in the NFL right now. Yep. He loves Christian Kirk, who has been dominating. James Robinson happens to be the guy in the backfield. Do Achilles injuries matter anymore? Is it the is it the new ACL where people just come back and we're fine? It's just not, as it's good? Modern, if not better modern, than we were before?
1: Modern medical science is a wonderful thing, dude. They can I just know. make things happen. It is, 23 freaking carries. They're, that's one thing Peterson said no matter what. The first like half of the season, they were going to ease him back into things. Well, 23 mm, carries man. doesn't really spell that.
0: And then they kick the ball off, right? You, everyone, like Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan until you punch in the mouth. Every yeah. football coach has a plan until they kick the ball off. And yeah. then it's like, all right, let's see what we got. But now I will say he's had like a what, a 30, 37 of those yards or something came on his touchdown run. Yeah. And so not many in the other 22 carries, but still the usage is there. He found the end zone and is he is for as better as he is than I thought he was going to be. Etn is that much worse. And I, He's not getting the opportunities I thought he would get. And he's not – not that I thought ETN was going to be great, and he has plenty of time to pick it up. But they're not – he's got back-to-back mediocre weeks. They're not feeding him the rock. He's not getting the pass game work. Uh, and, hey, he who shall not be named a tight, a certain tight end for the Jaguars has 11 catches in two games. I think we can be comfortable streaming him by now.
1: I'd rather just kick him in the teeth. So yeah, he won't be in any of my lineups ever. I don't, I don't care if he becomes the greatest tight end in the history of the game. You'll never see him in any of my lineups. But yeah, the the Jags look nice. Um, we need to see them up against a stellar defense. See how it goes. So I think Doug Peterson is the greatest thing that could have happened to, yeah. to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, other than that, man, Christian Kirk, there's some way that we everybody's like nobody expected this, and obviously this is going to keep up. He's not going to score two touchdowns every week. Right, oh, man, he's looked good, and he goes to him. You no, know, he I see only had six targets, but they didn't have to throw a lot. They basically just ran James Robinson to death.
0: It also helps whenever coaches know how to utilize their best players. Kirk is easily their best wide receiver. Yeah, and he's their wide receiver, so he is their wide receiver one, and he runs a lot of his routes from the slot. So he's not going up against other teams' best corners. That's a recipe for success. It and it. it It sounds simple, but it just doesn't happen all the time. Devontae Adams in Green Bay ran routes from the slot all of the time. Okay? And it worked. People should – teams should do that more.
1: Yeah. So the big thing here is what are the Colts going to do? They need to regroup because they played two weeks in a row and looked like trash. Matt Ryan looks like he should have retired after he blew that Super Bowl. Uh I, I they need don't to know.
0: run. They need to run the ball.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nine carries for 70%. Taylor. Average six yards of carry He had nine.
0: Um, Matt, um, and yeah. they and they have Naheem Himes isn't a terrible backup. If you need to spell Taylor, yeah. Hines can run the ball, yeah. and and, and then it the sets up game. a play action. Five Matt touches. Ryan is, yeah, Matt Ryan is awesome at play action. You, take the take take the Houston Texans, the, the team you just tied in your own division. You, you run use their playbook. And just run the ball, yeah, incessantly. And that Matt Ryan better. will be able to do play action and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Pittman should be back this week. I saw he practiced today, so uh, I guess that certainly won't hurt. But boy, they've got to they got to pick up the pieces here quick.
0: For sure. All right. Uh, moving on. The uh, I'm sorry that we uh, we have to talk about this, but the Dolphins at the Ravens. Tua looks very accurate, but. Man, that dude's arm is very weak. He underthrew every long ball I saw.
1: Yeah, two of those long touchdowns uh, were underthrown. They should have not even been close.
0: Right, but it didn't matter. There nope. weren't any Ravens defensive backs around. He ended They don't play defense. 468 passing yards, six touchdowns. If he has time, if his offensive line gives him time, he's going to get the ball where it needs to go. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill both dominated 19 targets, 11 catches, 171 yards, and two touchdowns for Waddle. 13 targets, 11 catches, 189 yards, and two scores for Tyreek. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Tyreek Hill was whining in the first half. He wasn't getting the ball enough. So He's a crybaby. Your, your diva thing, it's coming out already. Yep. Interesting note for the Dolphins, Raheem Mostert led the backfield. So maybe there's a change of guard here. Uh, Chase Edmonds might not be the guy. Lamar Jackson obviously he was great for fantasy. He had three hundred some passing yards, I think. Seventy nine yard touchdown run, and he found Rashad Bateman who scored another long touchdown. Bateman is doing great. Right on him. Um, I would like to see more catches though. Yeah, because he's doing it all one catches. play. I know
1: he had like eighty of his one hundred eight yards on one play.
0: But he's done it two weeks in a row now. So yeah. now this is the week I want to see seven, eight, nine grabs
1: yeah so as a Ravens fan, I can't wait till the day they finally fired John Harbaugh. I'm so done with him and his endless excuses and this and that. They gave up what was the status of that? they gave up like six plays of 30 yards or more in the fourth quarter alone. We mm-hmm. talked back in the summer we did our AFC North uh, preview. And I told you that Ravens played generally good defense, but they give up more big plays than any team in the league. Last year, they were dead last in the league at plays over thirty yards. Dead last. They gave up the most. Here we are again. They can't play defense. You can't blame this on the offense. You know they play great. I mean, I I don't I don't know what part of all this that the Ravens brass just don't understand. But every week, it's just like he goes in along and says, you can't let people get behind you. Well, you keep saying that, but what's the one common denominator of all these teams that keep doing this? You, jackass, get out of here. Leave Baltimore. Go to Michigan. Hang out with your brother so we can bring in a real coach. It's very frustrating for me. That was embarrassing.
0: It was 35-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter, right?
1: Embarrassing, and it's just chunks. Sixty yards here, fifty yards there, thirty-five yards here, forty-five yards there. It was it was surreal. You had two receivers with 190 yards and 171 yards, two touchdowns each. Like, are you for real? Are you playing defense at all? It is beyond 30, pathetic.
0: 35 14 in the fourth quarter, and the final score was forty two to thirty-eight.
1: Yeah, just absolutely embarrassing. He I don't I don't understand. Yeah, you won a Super Bowl 10 years ago. Okay, we're we're past the glow. We're we're past the honeymoon. Bye bye. Get leave. I, I don't I don't know what it's going to take for them to realize that we just need a new a change of
0: a change of uh regime here. Change of the guard. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Saints. This not honestly, there's not a lot to talk about this game. The it's the only time Tom Brady has beaten New Orleans since joining Tampa Bay, which yep. is a little wild. It wasn't pretty. Mike Evans looks for ways to get in fights and or get ejected when Marshawn Lattimore is around. Um, I don't I don't know what it is. They hate each other, and it's almost like when Evans it, it was almost like he looked he was waiting for a reason to hit Marshawn. And then Marshawn Lattimore's talking junk to Brady, and he was like, oh, here it is. Here's my chance to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, but
1: Lattimore did pretty much. He threw a punch that looked more like uh, like he was like some kung fu dude, like this thing with somebody's helmet really hard, like with his palm. So he, for I think some reason, got at- kicked out but not suspended. And then all he did was push him to the ground. It's not like he stabbed him. Yeah. I They upheld his suspension today. I think that's bull crap. You kicked him out I that mean, game. You essentially suspended him for a half a football, give him a big fine but kicking people out of games because you push the guy, it's freaking I football.
0: It's, I think it's because it happened again. It's the second time. It's like 2017, him and Lattimore got into Lattimore
1: it. Lattimore one of those sissy types. He'll run his mouth and do all that crap, but then when somebody comes after him, he whines like a little baby.
0: He's a well, bully. More positive note, Chris Alave had something like 13 targets. He only had five catches, and I heard somewhere else he had, 350 air yards
1: yeah that's that, the thing
0: the, that's why
1: the five recessions on on 13 targets looks bad but when the balls are all 55 yards downfield those aren't exactly right. high percentage plays and then you, and catch one and you fumble yeah this
0: only the this only their second game together winston they're going to get the chemistry
1: oh yeah i feel good about him thomas had another good game yeah, uh, the running buddy. game was pretty much. I I'm mark Ingram was ten for sixty, but I think he had like twenty five of it on one run. Yep. It, it was just again, it was an, not. A, it was a, this was like a football game. Watching like parts of it, this was just guys beating the crap out of each other. Who's going to score late? And it was the Bucks. They, they finally got that TD. Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, I think uh, they had lost six in a row to to the Saints. So big game.
0: Yeah. Wow. Moving on James, to uh one of Quickly, James of my... is
1: back to his interception ways, three picks.
0: Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, at least he's trying, I guess. Washington at the Lions. This was a very entertaining game. And as well, bad as Wentz has looked at times, is he a legit fantasy quarterback? Answer that before we move on. He's QB3 right now. After two weeks, he's QB3. After
1: two weeks, he looks great. If if it's a straight fantasy, all we care about is points. I don't care about wins. I don't care about losses. I don't care about PFF grades. I don't care about QBR, ESPN's stupid total QBR. None of that matters. 28.5 points is nice.
0: He's at almost 60 in, in two weeks. But Wentz is one of the very few guys that I will say, whatever you do, don't watch him play real football. Just look at the stats because it's ugly. It it, is. That first half that he had was awful. If he had more than six fantasy points going into halftime, I'd been surprised. It was not good, but he he's found a way to make it happen two weeks in a row. I think Curtis Samuel is the safest player to own in Washington. His usage is great. He's got 20 targets and five rushes in the two games combined. Johan Dotson is good and efficient. There's a lot of mouths to feed. I'm a little worried there. Obviously, he can't keep up three touchdowns in two weeks all season. Uh, but, dude, you, sir, Kevin Reynolds, Esquire, crushed it with your Amon Ra St. Brown pick. Now, I was higher on Amon Ra than most. But then you come in here with this crazy top five wide receiver talk. I mean, he might be in not only talent, but in fantasy as well. I did not expect 17 catches, 180 yards, and three touchdowns, plus 70 rushing yards in two games. This guy's a monster. DeAndre Swift only had seven touches, but totaled 87 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and what is up with TJ Hawkinson, man? 64 scoreless yards in two weeks. Oh, yeah, three more
1: catches on seven targets. And this is like dropping balls. Stuff, so I don't, yeah,
0: off is missing him.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, but as far as St. Brown goes, obviously, he's not going to keep up this pace. But I expected it well simply because of the target share last year, those last six games. I there was nothing that happened that made me think that wasn't going to continue. Because Jameson Williams might not even play this year. And now I think St. Brown is getting such a rapport with golf. I don't think it's going to matter when he does come back. The, I think you're the, right. The proof is in the pudding here. You, it's hard to argue with these stats. Nine for out of tw- nine for 12, 116 yards, two TDs. They said two carries, 68 yards. The dude's tearing it up. Jared Goff looks great. was I to played him in one and done. What a good week to have, have him out there. But I did play Wentz um the rushing game for the skin the football oh the commander sorry the third third name in three years um is atrocious they can't do anything I bet they can't wait till Brian Robson comes back from his gunshot win so uh (laughs) I, I I don't know if Wentz will be able to keep this up he's sort of forced to throw because they're behind and had no running game but well, we were right about Detroit. Everybody sort of laughed at us, but we said they're going to be a team, team to you watch. Weren't,
0: you weren't that high on Swift.
1: No, I wasn't. I was I'm trying to get not. you on the train. I was I'm trying still not, to. Because even to, this yeah. week, five carries for 56 yards. I think like what 45 of them were on one play.
0: Yeah, yeah but that's what he does. He did it week one. Well, and I'm several cool with times.
1: that. I'm cool with that, but he, he he's going to have to do that so more good. often.
0: He. Unlike Carson Wentz, he looks good on the field. I he mean, does. he no, I, I looks explosive. Look but like, we got a yeah.
1: lot of season left. I still think he – I the thing is, it's not like I think he would suck. Like, I was like, oh, this guy's a bottom feeder. He'll be lucky he's to right. be top 30. I just don't think he's a top five back, and I still don't. Um I think they only gave him five carries because they were ahead in some of the game, most and of his the ankle. game. So they didn't really need to have him out there. Uh, So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. He, he, could, he could very well still be a top-ten guy for the season. I just – I think he's right – I think I had him, what, like 11th or 12th, something like that?
0: Something, maybe. So, the, their next game, the Seahawks and 49ers. I didn't realize this, but going through the show notes, the Seahawks are so fantasy irrelevant that I didn't even write any notes for them. Like, I didn't give myself any bullet points, nothing. The only thing you need to know is – that's a tough. If you're playing a Seahawk, you can't be doing it comfortably. No. DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf's got a bunch of catches. I think 14 or so in two weeks, but he's got what 60 receiving yards to show for it. Yeah,
1: he only had four catches this week.
0: Okay, it's man, it's it's tough. It is very no. If tough you're playing team.
1: anybody there, in it, Seattle, it's Tyler Lockett. He's the guy. He he's comfortable throwing to. He had 11 targets, nine catches, 107 yards. There's nobody else there that I would touch right now.
0: No, no. Uh, but what did what did Lockett do week one? So it's so, well, but Lockett's that way anyway. Yeah, That's he's, what he's always
1: roller coaster, like. yeah.
0: right? Yeah. So it, no matter, even when Lockett's good, you worry a little bit because right. it could be a game when he gets three targets and but, one catch. But a
1: big part York. of DK's game was that deep ball that,
0: you yes. know, Russ
1: could put right in your bread basket running full speed 60 yards down the field. Geno Smith yeah. can't even throw the ball that far, let alone put it in your breadbasket. So DK's a sort of a one-dimensional receiver, and, and you don't have any kind of quarterback that can, can can give him that ball. He's sort of just this big, scary, fast monster who can't really play football all that well. The thing that he's really good at is non existent in their offense right now.
0: Right. For the 49ers, Jeff Wilson stepped in and he. I, he might be the best I've I've seen him look, maybe ever. He actually looked quick and spry. Tyrion Davis-Price, of course, comes in as 14 carries. So annoying. Um, now, he's hurt, so that's fine. Here comes, what, Jordan Mason, maybe. I think that's the uh, undrafted free agent. The next Elijah Mitchell, maybe. But they did bring up Marlon Mack from the practice squad. So, did. once again, mm-hmm. sh- shenanigans, who knows. Rest in pre. Rest in peace to all of our Trey Lance truthers. Uh, and wheels up for Jimmy G. Lance is out for the season. Garoppolo is the guy now. And for me, being a Debo Samuel owner, being a George Kittle owner, which I just got an alert on my phone, George Kittle did practice some today, so he might be back. I like it better. I like it better for Debo. I mean, I saw what Debo and Kittle and Kittle has done it with Garoppolo before. I saw what. Debo was able to do it with with Garoppolo. Let's go. I I like it. I like it for fantasy.
1: So Shanahanigans, TDP fourteen carries for thirty three yards. Jeff Wilson eighteen for eighty four. What well, where's yeah, the but... disconnect, Shanahan? Are you an idiot? Uh,
0: a lot of TDP's carries were when the game was over with in the fourth quarter. Maybe, but I know
1: frustrating. Um, Ayuk had a good game. Of... Oh, oh
0: wait. Wait, uh, they, they also signed Tevin Coleman today. Again, the that. 49ers he's back. Team. Oh, I yeah. didn't
1: see that. He's back.
0: Yeah. It's great. Debo
1: didn't have much awesome. game, but they didn't really need him. They were ahead the whole game. This the Seahawks were just so outmatched. I would he's... say outside, I think that the Niners feel hard about it. i from what I get, the most of the team loves Trey Lance. They think he's a great dude, a great teammate. But I think outside of Trey Lance. Shanahan and maybe Trey Lance's Lance's family there's nobody on earth who thinks the 49ers are worse off with Garoppolo I agree they're they're a better team with him and I bet all the players secretly none of them are going to come out and say it none of them are happy of course the way he lost his job there his ankle his foot look boy that looked crazy on the field when they showed that none of them are happy about that but they've got to be thinking oh wow we're back in this we have a chance of we have a chance of winning this. We didn't lose to the Bears this week.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Falcons at the Rams. Make sure you're selectful when uh, choosing a, a, when you play Cordero Patterson. He's going to have good weeks, but it's got to be again. He's got to have a decent matchup. Drake London appears to be the guy. He he had six catches more than the next Falcon. Drake London did. Yeah, he was he's good. tearing it up. Marcus Mariota absolutely ignores Kyle Pitts for some reason. He has two. I'm sorry, Kyle Pitts has ten targets in two games. He only has five point eight fantasy points. Every other tight end besides T.J. Hawkinson with that many targets has at least ten and a half fantasy points. So basically, every other tight end with at least ten targets has double the fantasy points um, that uh, that Kyle Pitts has. Cam Akers, he got more work. He still sucked. All those got all those people week want, Well, he didn't get enough carries. He, he, he still a bum. Daryl Henderson is better. Matt Stafford has got to stop throwing so many interceptions. And is Tyler Higby finally a PPR option? Guy's got twenty targets in two games. I mean, maybe yeah.
1: I mean, I, he's always somebody's always started in my leagues. So. Um. Cooper Cup dominated again. Allen Robinson finally made an appearance. He actually would have had that second touchdown. That got yep. called back. But Daryl Henderson runs. He's a runner. He gets out there, he hits the hole and goes. Akers wants Hard. to dance, but he's not Barry Sanders, so it doesn't work out. As far as your thing with Pitts, I don't think it's Pitts' fault. I don't necessarily think it's Mariota. I think other teams, even as good as Cordero Patterson, can sometimes be, I don't really consider him a true weapon in the league. Pitts is their only true weapon, so all these teams are just saying, "We're going to take him out of the game. Let's see what you can do with everybody else." And he's double, triple team on every play, every freaking play. It's ugly. Um, Matt Stafford, yeah, still doesn't look great, but put up some good numbers. I actually thought he'd have a lot more. They sort of backed off the entire second half, mm-hmm. but that Cooper Cup. It's I don't still, even know. I. My- I- Uncoverable. No I, I guess that's what he is now. He's just uncoverable. Doesn't matter who you're playing, how many people you put on him, he's going to have his ten catches. He's going to have his hundred yards and one to three touchdowns. And it, you can't hope to stop him. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was, and that's even a out of the question, really. Yeah. I
1: mean, that yeah. It's that so this weird. is like his floor: eleven for one hundred and eight and two touchdowns. <laughs> that's his floor it's,
0: now. It's out of hand. To be completely honest with you, um, going into last week, when you when I was looking at the Cardinals Cardinals Raiders game. I was pumped and it just didn't really turn out to be the fantasy gold mine I thought it was going to be. It was be. trash. I don't think Kyler Murray he really is not a very good quarterback in real life. He won um, in spite of They won in spite of him. Correct. Marquise Brown was decent. He almost had a touchdown that would have been tremendous. Zach Ertz was great again. He's the most consistent pass catcher used and Greg Dortch is a thing. Greg Dorch is a thing. It's so weird, but he's done it two weeks in a row. Daryl Williams is the guy if James Conner is out, I think. They split work pretty evenly between him and, you know, Benjamin, but Williams performed better. Way better. And it was, yeah, it was the same old boring, their car, Waller did well, and Devontae Adams got shut down. That's, yeah. And uh, Hollywood got, Surely he's going to bounce back Holly next Hollywood lost a long back.
1: touchdown on like the one-inch line, which I still yeah. think it looked like he scored. I didn't even have him play, I but I think he scored. I agree. Uh, I wonder how different this will all be when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Granted, he's past his prime, but he's still a solid guy. I wonder how much this will change. But Kyler Murray just didn't look good. He extended a couple plays only because the Raiders' defense is so bad. Uh, James Conner, of course, hurt his precious little ankle, so he played not much. I wonder how much torch will be used when Hopkins comes back as far as the Raiders, Josh Jacobs, just his normal ho-hum, three and a half yards to carry game.
0: He's got to have a touchdown. He's going to do what he did. Yeah. He just needs a touchdown.
1: I think it's going to be the Raiders would agree with anybody that it's going to be hard for them to win games where Devontae Adams has two catches for 17 yards. Correct. Granted, or two for twelve yards. My fault. Granted, one there was a touchdown, but still, man, one of the biggest weapons in the league. Two catches, seven targets. Waller had a good game. He's looking sharp. Uh, went for Renfro for over, Finally got into some action. I I don't know. Yeah, this was a game that looked like it could have been great, but it was sort of boring. Even the big comeback at the end and all those plays, I didn't find them really exciting. I found them, if anything, annoying. I just wanted the game to be over.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> another game that uh, many people, including the Denver Broncos, wanted to be over was the Texans at the Broncos. Davis Mills hasn't looked good, and Rex Burkhead had had three touches after leading the way in week one. Damian Pierce had 16 touches, and he looked good. You could tell when it was him with the ball in his hands. Um, And if anyone has ever doubted how much coaching matters, just check out Denver because they have a talent-filled roster And they have not looked good. Jerry, Judy's practicing this week, so we'll see how that goes. But Cortland Sutton, I think, is finding his stride with Russell Wilson, which is great. He had seven catches for 122 yards this week. But Wilson's got two passing touchdowns in two games. And Nathaniel Hackett might be the worst game-day coach in the NFL. And
1: not only can he not manage the clock, can he not manage his own timeouts, can he not manage anything, But he's also, he's calling the plays. I think it's rare a first time head coach jumps in and wants to call plays right away because you have so much other crap going on that you've never really had to deal with. And then you're doing that on top of it. So the thing is, is all of it suffers. All of it, not just one aspect or the other, it all suffers. I mean, they won this game in spite of themselves against a a completely undermatched team. Um, Sutton looked great. Uh, Javante Williams always looks good. Average five yards of carry. Uh, yeah, there's it's, not it, really a lot. It's not sp- fair to
0: the defense. When, when Javante has the ball and it's a one-on-one matchup, the defender is at such a disadvantage.
1: Oh, yeah. He's going to lose almost, you know, nine times out of 10. Russ has to be better. Play calling has to be better. Clock management better. You barely got out of a, out with a win at home against one of the worst teams in the league. It's not going to hold up against a lot of other teams, but it did this week. But yeah, nothing, nothing too exciting from either squad fantasy
0: wise. I agree. Start Sutton, start Javante, Melvin Gordon, maybe in the flex. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Cowboys. This game was so disappointing for me. Joe Burrow is getting destroyed. He He is is on pace to get sacked over a hundred times this year. He's not going to get there, but it's, it's, it's awful where's his upgraded o-line i think because they have the talent they spent i heard something like 74 million dollars on this o-line i think it's not necessarily the the talent but the scheme it's either the coaching or the scheme because they have the players but something is not clicking with them uh one good thing joe mixon i think is leading the nfl in carries and he's still getting more Work in the passing game. He doesn't have a touchdown yet, so that'll come, and he'll be fine. Don't worry about that. Dalton Schultz is probably out for a few weeks, the tight end for the Cowboys. Noah Brown is so annoying because hmm. he's, he's like the eighth wide receiver on the depth chart, but he keeps getting looks from Cooper Rush because they play together on the practice squad. Uh, C.D. Lamb did have 11 targets, so that is good for all of our Lamb owners out there, me being one of them. He's getting peppered. We'll take that. And I cannot believe the Cowboys, with a guy they called up from the practice squad on Saturday, Cooper Rush, beat the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, return to the Super Bowl? These these jokers are, what, 0-2 now? They might not even sniff the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I would say that you could bet your house on one game straight up this last week not the spread, just straight up a team that you thought would win. I, I don't know. I would have, I think I'd have probably picked the Bengals a hundred times out of a hundred not. They just look terrible. I I think one out of about every four of those sacks is Burrow's fault, but still he's, he is pressured a lot. Maybe they just need a little more time to gel that offensive line Mixon, You're right. He's getting a lot of attempts, but he averaged three yards a carry. That's not going to get it done. Uh, Hagans had a good game, man. All your Jamar Chase owners were pissed this week, expecting a huge game. And the Cowboys were just ho-hum. They just played just well enough to win. They held on because they got an early lead. Didn't do much else the rest of the game. Zeke and Pollard combined had 96 yards. Not pretty, but a win is a win. They don't really much care about our fantasy stats.
0: That's absolutely true. Bears at Packers. Justin Fields has 191 passing yards in two games. Darnell Mooney, one catch, negative two yards. That is awesome. I love that. David Montgomery looked very good. Cole Komet got you another zero. Double goose eggs. Hmm. I told you so. This one was the Aaron Jones show. He had 132 yards and one touchdown plus a receiving score. And, honestly, that was really it for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is QB 29 right now. So, if if you don't have – the only guys you really need to start are Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon for the Packers. Yeah, you you Aaron you, you Rodgers last year flex. did the
1: same thing. I mean, they he scored three points in week one. So, at the end of week two, he still was very low, ended up okay. being MVP. I don't think he's, that's going to happen. But, I, I know it's hard to, to sit Aaron Rodgers – uh, the Bears we called it two years ago and Justin Fields was drafted of those five first rounders he'd be the one that would suck the most I think he is worse Zach Wilson hasn't really got a full shot yet neither is Trey Lance but I think when they actually really get a chance to play there's no way they could be worse than Justin Fields he is awful he doesn't belong on the field and the Bears players must just be like why do we even show up because this is we had no chance with this guy quarterback. Might right. be a great guy, might be a nice guy, might be first guy in the building in the morning, last guy to leave. But that doesn't make up for sucking. Dave Montgomery had a nice game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I wrong? It doesn't matter if you roll in there at 4 a.m. if you're just terrible.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't. It just means you didn't, showed up right. early. You still suck. But <laughs> glad you're here early. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why he's on the field. Um, I don't know. Ugly game. Let's see how the Packers do this week against the Bucks.
0: Another ugly game was the Tennessee Titans at the Bills on Monday. One of two Monday night games. Um, man, all of the Titans were bad for fantasy. Even Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry scored a touchdown, and I'm not sure got double digit points on the week. Uh, the Bills God. are a juggernaut. It's we listen. We. We don't have to talk about them, okay? Josh Allen threw four touchdown passes. De- Stephon Diggs blew up. 12 catches, 148 receiving yards, three touchdowns. The defense is ferocious. I don't know if you want to start Devin Singletary, maybe as a flex if you absolutely have to. I'm not keen on it. I still dream about Kareem Hunt on the Bills, but they don't need him. It's
1: No, they don't. Just be We, we
0: texted each other and said the Bills aren't going to go undefeated. But they should.
1: They I mean, absolutely. Should. This it's is a joke. Again, it's not this fair. Again, these guys can throw up sixty points a week if they want to. and I would not say some, but most of the teams in the league, if they really wanted to push it, they could put up sixty points a week. Um, I mean, Josh Allen was out, I think, before the third quarter was over.
0: Oh, yeah, halfway through third quarter, that was it. They, yeah, everyone's how far tower.
1: ahead they were. This is this was like men playing boys. It was. The Titans had to be embarrassed, but yeah, Derrick Henry thirteen for twenty five and a touchdown because they were barely running. They they were so far behind right off the bat. But it it, it it's, it's not even just these scores. It's just the way they do it. It looks like it's literally just practice. Like this is so simple, so easy. You guys might as well not even try because we're going to score anyway.
0: It's weird saying forty one to seven. The score, the game wasn't even that close. It wasn't. You know,
1: it wasn't. There's was no reason it had to be that close. I don't know if they backed off.
0: All right, last one, the Minnesota Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm telling you, man, the Eagles had quite the game plan, quite the game plan for the Vikings. No one really did anything on Minnesota outside of Irv Smith, of all people, who, even though he had a decent game, dropped what should have been a huge touchdown, like a 60, 65-yarder. I really hope that your favorite player in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey, was watching Darius Slay because that is what an elite corner looks like. Yeah. He blanketed Justin Jefferson. Jefferson had one catch total in Slay's coverage. Slay had four passes deflected and two interceptions and should could have been four or five picks. I mean, Slay was on fire, passing. He's the only quarterback in history, I think I saw, that had multiple rushing touchdowns, over 300 yards passing and 80 percent completion percentage in a game, ever he was great. Miles Sanders looked awesome again. He had 17 carries, which was nice. He just didn't find an end zone because that's what uh, Jalen Hurts does. And AJ Brown took a backseat to Devonta Smith in this one. Um, would luckily you know that, that looked good. I'm glad they got Devonta Smith involved again. I think he had seven catches. And Dallas Goddard played well. It was just an it's one of the best all around offensive defensive games. I've seen the Eagles play in a very long time. Yeah, this Special game was
1: not as close as the score either. Agree. Uh, the big thing I took from it, as we've we talked, is the endless pressure Cousins was under. He looked awful in general, but he just had no chance. He was just getting killed. I mean, a couple of those balls, he just straight up filling them up for grabs. I think one of one of at least one of Slay's picks, my mom could have caught it. I mean, it was just just thrown right to him. It wasn't even like great coverage. It was just thrown right to him. But he did play play a strong game. But man, the pressures that they were put on, whether blitzing or not, were great. The offense is just full of people or weapons. AJ Brown said after week one, he said, "You know what? Don't expect this from me every week because there's going to be weeks where Devonte is, is going to do it." And I love that because that's that team thing. Because I think he's one of the few guys in a league that actually prefers winning over his own stats. Um. Man, they just look great. Like I said, it shouldn't have even been this close. That would be my only concern for the Eagles is, how'd you only put up 24? <laughs> uh, but than yeah, that, man, right? Minnesota looked awful. Hopefully that's just their classic, we can't play on Monday nights routine. And they'll figure some things out because they looked atrocious. It it didn't, again, one of those games were men playing boys.
0: Yeah. Uh, last little thing I want to throw out there tidbit before we get to some of our week three plays is, uh, we talk about drafting running backs early, right? And, um, why do you want to take running backs early? Well, as of right now, there are only 48 running backs with double digit fantasy points. There are 76 wide receivers with double digit fantasy points, which means you can get wide receivers all up and down the draft board that can score you points week in a week out. You want that there aren't running backs that can do that. So get them early, stack them on your team. If you can, if that's how the draft plays out, take the running backs. All right. Yeah,
1: definitely. because there's well, only so going to running backs per team, you only have look, 32 teams. So there's yeah, not going to be, right. there's teams that, that can put out three, even a fourth pass catcher kind right. of tight end per team. So yeah, if you can get stud running and, back I'm and say- fill out with some of these guys,
0: layer the receivers, you're set. And I've said it a hundred times, but, but it's like for me, it's it should be in the fantasy football commandments. Take running backs early. You can get wide receivers late. So I'm going to say it until everyone believes me. I got All you. Right. Normally, I have lots of notes on who I want to pick for my week three plays, and we got, we'll got we we'll roll through these pretty quickly. Um, but we're going to do it off the cuff. We're doing the show a little earlier than normal, so uh, we're just going to go at it. We'll start with quarterback plays, and I'll go ahead and give you – how about Kirk Cousins – Uh, For a bounce back game at home against the Lions, Lions gave up a ton of points to Carson Wentz in Week One. So hey, why not? They got. I'm not sure they have anyone that can cover Justin Jefferson. They certainly don't have Darius Slay on that squad anymore. So who do you got?
1: I'm going Joe Burrow at the Jets. Jets are they're they're they okay? They won a game. They're still giving up a lot of points. Burrow has got to be pissed off, and they've got to get something on board. I mean, they're owing too. Uh, so, uh, they, they've got to, they got to come up with some here. So I'm going with Joey Burrow. All
0: right, let's, uh, we'll do one each. Let's go on to running backs. Um, let me check this out here. JK Dobbins. I'm not going to pick him simply because it will might be his first game back. He, I did get an update on my phone during this show that he is practicing in full. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, they're they're going to um, bring him
1: back slow though. He's not going to get twenty carries.
0: Right, right. Which is, and the the Patriots aren't a great matchup. So, you know, that's why I don't want to do that. How about we go back to the Vikings Lions game? And no, no. I was going to say DeAndre Swift, but I don't want to get give you a big name guy. You're playing him regardless. I want to dig a little deeper. So how about Rashad Penny? The Seahawks are at home against the Falcons. That should not be a barn burner. The the South the Seahawks sh- as you know mediocre as they are shouldn't find themselves in a deep hole and yes Kenneth Walker is getting some carries here and there but I think uh Rashad Penny's the guy and he's explosive so if he can find some holes against the Falcons he can Didn't definitely do you it for just you.
1: say 10 minutes ago that nobody on Seattle is fantasy viable for any reason
0: well they're playing the Falcons
1: okay so that's a reason I'm going yeah, okay, Derrick Henry my- I know some people say oh it's Derek Henry well he oh, hasn't exactly gosh. been stellar yet but playing the Raiders at home, I think they're gonna finally put the ball in his hands and he's gonna get more than twenty-five yards. Okay.
0: All right. Um, wide receivers, I can go back to my Cortland Sutton well. He's the guy in Denver, not sure of the health of Jerry Judy and Russell Wilson. He's you know, they got to do something on offense and they're they're finding their stride, him and um Sutton. So let's roll with Sutton.
1: Rolling with Sutton. Who do I want to roll with? This is tough well, doing it right Mr. off the cuff. I'm going to go with, with an out, outside one. I'm going with Chris Olave. I think he's going to have a big week at Carolina. Mm-hmm. Carolina's aw- awful, giving up big plays. He's getting endless targets. I think the guy, this is the week he's going to get an end zone. Well, actually, score. no, he didn't score in week one. He had a two-point conversion. Um, this is the week he's going right. to score, and he's going to start catching one or two of those deep balls.
0: So, I have one question before we head out of here. The Texans at the Bears, are you starting players from those teams because they're playing each other, or is this game going to end up 6-3? to The
1: only person, Dave Montgomery, is the only person I think on either team I would start.
0: All right. Anything else for you, sir?
1: Not particularly. Uh... I wonder who's going to be the tight end in Dallas now. Who's the backup?
0: I don't. Is Blake Jarwin still there? That's who it was. He well, Jarwin was a starter till he went down, I think, and then Schultz know. took over. I don't know. Look, That's a good question. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna look. Real I'm quick. not interested
0: though. I don't really. I don't really care about the Cowboys tight end. I do because he
1: checks down and throws to them a lot.
0: It well, will be we'll Jake Ferguson. No. Oh, didn't they there just they go, draft him? Thing. I'm not um, playing him anymore.
1: Nonetheless, yeah, there's some good games on tap, some ugly games. Uh, what's Thursday night, Pittsburgh at Cleveland? That's going to be ugly. And then Monday night, Dallas at New York. Could you have a more awful game for Monday night? Uh,
0: those bookend games are not oh, Lord. at all exciting. Sunday
1: night's good. Niners at at um, Broncos. So i look forward to that.
0: All right, folks. Thank you all for listening. Our tunes are by Flatline. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at G-Y-B-R underscore podcast. Again, that is at g-y-b-r underscore podcast see you folks peace